0: This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. In this weekly show, the Husker Online team will give you the latest insight on Husker football, basketball, baseball, and of course, recruiting. Now, here's your host, Husker Online publisher, Sean Callahan.
2: Hello here and welcome again to another edition of the Husker Online show. Sean Callahan, back from Indianapolis, in full swing, and let me tell you, All the travel horrors you've heard about traveling this summer, Um, I lived them all getting back from Indianapolis, but made it back um, with multiple flight cancellations, multiple rental cars from airports to get places uh, to get home, but made it back in one piece um, for Friday's first availability that we had, and then we've had availability here all week as well. So uh, we're well underway, which is hard to believe, and it's hard to believe We're less than 20 days away now from Nebraska leaving to Dublin, Ireland, and that is coming around the corner, and Nebraska will have a big mile marker here on Saturday with fall camp. They will have their first true live scrimmage, and realistically, you might only get about two of these in all of fall camp, maybe three, but probably two um, when when you break down the scrimmages here that you're going to have with your team, and uh, this is a big day because uh, Saturday you, you'll go live you you'll do you'll get a good look at your quarterbacks your running backs um, so that will be uh, something to watch here you know we did get to see about 30 minutes of warm-ups and individuals at practice this week as well it's one of two uh, opportunities that we'll get to see the Nebraska football team in person here in the month of August and it was it's interesting to see the quarterbacks uh, seeing Casey Thompson number one, Grip a football well, throw the football. You know He looked fine. I, I didn't see any issues there. Chava Purdy looks fine. Tell you what, Heiner Carberg throws a great ball. Uh, it was in- interesting to watch him, and it was interesting as well to see Richard Torres. It, uh, you heard Mark Whipple talk about arm strengths of his quarterbacks, and he came out and said that uh, Torres actually might have the strongest arm of those quarterbacks right now on the Husker roster. So that will be something to watch or at least – pick up some info from this week now, how that scrimmage goes. Uh, I think Casey obviously still has the leg up, but will somebody, particularly a Chubba Purdy, be able to make a push here in that opening scrimmage? Running back, uh, you look at that group right now, and and you're going to hear from Anthony Grant later here in the show. He's going to join me in studio. But the running back position, um, the scrimmage will be huge because you don't do a lot of live-to-the-ground tackling. So Saturday will presumably be one of those days. And I think Anthony Grant is the name to watch. I really think uh, Grant has put himself in a position uh, to win the job, but he's got a lot of competition. I know he t- he'll tell me here later in this interview that uh, he has taken some reps or is taking the reps with the ones right now. So can a guy like Anthony Grant win that job? Can Gabe Irvin come back off his knee injury? Um, can someone like A.J. Allen surprise people? Um, you, you look at Ramir Johnson, last year's starter late in the year, Jacques Jant. I mean, that running back room is loaded uh, when you break those guys down. And, you know, speaking of loaded, I think wide receiver is probably the deepest position on this team right now. But Mickey Joseph was not happy with that group of receivers following practice when we talked to him this week. Uh, just wants to see more leadership more consistency from that group and he let those guys have it and he didn't sugarcoat his comments to the media and it will be one of the few times we talked to mickey joseph here this year um so it'll be interesting how those guys respond now tied in we know travis vocal the guy um, we did notice though that aj rollins uh tagaloa and thomas fedoni were all out with injuries at the practice we got to watch. Fedoni and Tagaloa, I don't know if we'll see anytime soon. Uh, Rollins should be back at any time, but uh, Fedoni is ahead of schedule. We do know that right now. That's good to see, Uh, but what does that mean? What's ahead of schedule? Does that mean he'll return at some point this season? Because I know everybody in this program does not want to see Thomas Fedoni re-injure that knee again because it would be very hard to come back from it now a third time. So they're going to be very cautious With Thomas Fedoni, I overheard um, somebody in the football staff walk by him and put his arm around Thomas, and they said, don't rush it. Do not rush it. Because I think this kid has been through so much, and you know, when will he be cleared to go? He had surgery back in March. So we are five, six months from that surgery here, um, but how long will it be? Will we get him at all this year remains the question. Uh, Another big question, offensive line. And I think right now Turner Corcoran at left guard still remains the most logical option, as long as Teddy Perhoska can solidify himself at left tackle, and then I think Bryce Binhart, you know, if he's good enough to be the right tackle, I think Turner Corcoran left guard, Trent Hickson to me is your center, and then may the best man win at right guard. It could be a number of guys between Brock Bando, Henry Litoski. Uh, they've been taking a lot of different. Hunter Anthony's been there. Um, you you look at. Um, Ethan Piper can play left guard. Kevin Williams. I think you have a lot of different people that are up for that spot. So that's something to watch. On the other side of the ball, defensive line, uh, Devin Drew will be here in Lincoln this week. Uh, He just graduated from Texas Tech. So he should be with the team, if not right now, any moment. And they will, you know, essentially he's missed one week of fall camp, was not here all summer. Uh, Heard some reports that he had been training – at Will Shields' gym in Kansas City where he's from while he did his online classes. So what type of shape will Devin Drew come in? And I look at him different than a high school kid or a JUCO because he's played Power 5 football at Texas Tech. He knows what it takes. He knows how to get his body right. So you hope that Devin Drew comes here to Lincoln ready to roll. And then uh, special teams. We did get a good feel from the return stuff. Talk to Sean Becton, talk to Anthony Grant, and you'll hear from Anthony Grant as I said later on the show. But Anthony Grant may be your kick return guy. Um, He's working number ones there right now, getting a great look there. I still believe the punt return spot is either Trey Palmer or Tommy Hill. Uh, But Sean Becton made a comment. He said this is by far the deepest group of return specialists that he's had at Nebraska since he's been here. So that group... I think you're going to see at least one kicker punt this year return for a touchdown. Mark that down. I think you'll see that happen. It will be interesting to see. Then in other news, we had volleyball this week too. Big Ten Media Days was in Chicago for volleyball. It's the first time the conference has held a media days event for volleyball. And um, you know the big story that came out of that was the follow up of Kayla Caffey, Nebraska's All American middle hitter, entering the transfer portal for not having a scholarship for this season. And that whole thing is just mind-boggling to me uh, because I didn't she know that she didn't have a scholarship all year? I, I, I feel like that information had to have been known at that point. And from my understanding, or at least my read, NIL would have paid – she would have had enough NIL opportunities here in order to go to school. And it, it would have paid for everything and more. But for whatever odd reason, things just did not work out with Kayla Caffey. And I'm just going to be honest. Caitlin Hoard, the All-American from Penn State, the best middle blocker arguably in the country, is now on this roster. What would that have looked like? How could you have properly had Caffey and Horde in there together when Horde right now is an All-American player at the same position as Caffey? So that whole deal was interesting, especially when John Cook came out and said that we had an offer for her in place. Um, she was going to be a scholarship player, then had to rene- uh, renege that statement and come back out and say, like, we actually didn't have a spot for her, but NIL was going to essentially give her enough opportunities where the money would have been equal. So kind of a rough deal um, for Nebraska volleyball to have to battle through that. But, you know, it, they have a plethora of riches. You, lo- you look at Keenalea Kana. She arguably was one of the best back row players in the game. And she transferred this offseason because Nebraska has the best defensive specialists, or libero and Lexi Rodriguez. Akana wants to be a, uh, wants to play that same position. You can only have one. Um, so is at Texas right now. And then obviously with Kayla Caffey and Caitlin Hoard, um, only one can be the starting middle blocker. And I, I still believe it was going to be Caitlin Hoard um, just based on what we know right now. So tough deal for John Cook to have to manage through uh, that situation because a lot of eyeballs – Uh, following it very closely and then finally uh, be joined as I mentioned not only by Anthony Grant here in studio in my next segment I'll be joined by inside linebacker Luke Reimer and uh, Reimer one of the leaders had an off-season growing surgery played most of last year hurt so he just wasn't up to speed I think he's a guy that could really have a big year for Nebraska After the injuries he battled himself through next year. So it would be great to have uh, Luke Reimer. He'll join us next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show. Hi, it's Sean Callahan with Husker Online. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing. But they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right a company that sells phones, wants us to put down our phones and see what we find. Learn more at uscellular.com slash built for us.
0: This is HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And welcome back here
2: to the Husker Online show. Sean Callahan here as we're taking you through the grind of August fall camp. We're just a few weeks away from Nebraska kicking off the 2022 college football season in Dublin, Ireland, and the Lingus College Football Classic as they'll take on Northwestern. Pleased to be joined here in studio uh, by one of the standouts, one of the leaders of this Nebraska defense inside linebacker. Can I call you a Lincoln native, Luke Reimer, uh, joining us here in studio? It's great to have you in, Luke. Uh, Thank you for having me. A Pleasure to be here. So do you refer to yourself now as a Nebraska-Lincoln <clears throat> native, or do you still
3: say I'm, I'm a Kansas native that moved to Lincoln? I definitely would say I'm a Kansas native that uh, moved to Lincoln. We so, claim you, though. Yeah, you guys do claim me, but I, I probably – Kansas is Kansas is the home state, I guess, for lack of a better term.
2: Well, you're uh, in the grind of fall camp. Um, this is your fourth year at Nebraska, which – where is the time gone, by the way?
3: Oh, it's ridiculous. Like, I can't believe, like, I'm the – I'm the old guy, like I'm the fourth year, so it's, it's crazy.
2: But yeah, you're, uh, you and, and Nick Henrich are really leading the way at that inside linebacker room. You've been through a lot of fall camps at Nebraska. There's a lot of new in this program, but one thing that hasn't changed is the defensive coaching staff across the board. That entire group, for the most part, has been here all five years since Coach Frost. They've been with you all four years. Where is this defensive unit at thus far in
3: camp? Um, I really like the uh the uh, that side of the ball especially um just because we've we've a lot of us have played a lot of football and uh, we've just been with the coach the same coaches for uh the entire time we've been here so it's just uh it's just building on uh each other each year each year um, like chin said the other day like he was like I don't even know why install stuff because you guys basically all know it already so um, that that part's really fun but now it's just kind of Honing in on those details, not just like memorizing the call and the uh, techniques in that call. You have to know the down and distance, just all the little minute details in the in the game. So
2: what's the biggest way when you look at this scheme, you've been in it all four years. When you go back to 2019 to now, what are the biggest changes they've done to kind of retool this system to really fit to what it's become?
3: Um, I would say it kind of fits the personnel that we have, like, um, we had a, like, especially with JoJo last year, we, he was one of our better players, so we basically, uh, made defense, like, had defenses where he was on the field a lot more, uh, that type of stuff, so it's just, a uh, kind of twist or, um, allowing the best players on the field, on the team to be on the field the most, so. That's what uh, that's what I think so far.
2: We're joined here in studio by Nebraska uh, fourth-year junior linebacker Luke Reimer as he makes his way here uh, through fall camp, and you know you'll be lined up next to Nick again too. Um, I mean, it feels like you guys have been at Nebraska since Barrett Rude played. I mean, you've been together for so long as a group. Uh, Speak on the just the continuity you have now with Nick, and just how well you know each other, how well you read each other's mind. Um, as you kind of put this defense in place on the field?
3: Yeah, playing with uh, Nick for the entire time I've been here, it's been really fun. Uh, And we just just, uh, learn from each other, bounce ideas off of each other. And that's kind of the same thing with the whole linebacker room is uh, we all just, uh, when we're in there watching film together, we're bouncing off off ideas with each other, like making sure we're all on the same page. So it's not just a me and Nick thing. It's uh, me, Snod's uh nick vaugh uh ernest grant taggy they're like there's a whole there's a whole group of us that are that are in there and just uh, learning randy um every single day so
2: ernest Hausman's one of those new guys and, and we've heard his name mentioned a lot he was here in the spring when you talk to this kid when you look at this kid he does not look like a true freshman <laughs> <laughs> what are your per, what are your just impressions of ernie and do you guys call him ernie by the way or do you call him ernest uh, we call him Ernie so what are your impressions of Ernie thus far and, and could he find himself in that mix with you um, whether it's special teams or even in the rotation this year at some point
3: yeah no I've been really impressed with uh, Ernie um, he's he's done all the right things since he's got here we we've never had to worry about him missing meetings missing meals missing whatever he's always just doing the exact exactly the right thing um, yeah he's gonna he's put himself in a position to Get on the field this year as as a true freshman. So we're everybody's really excited. Everybody loves the kids. So we're uh, I'm excited for him.
2: And then a lot of other newcomers on this team. Um, you know, particularly in front of you, you you've got Oshon Mathis, Stefan Wynn, Devin Drew is supposed to be here at some time this week. Uh, particularly guys like Stefan Wynn and Oshon. What have you seen from them? And just as they prepare themselves to play for Nebraska
3: um they're really physical and they've played a lot of football um is kind of what i've noticed so they've uh they, they've done a really good job coming in here obviously it's a new scheme they got there's a little bit of a learning curve there so the uh, so that's expected but yeah they're they've done a really good job they're they've played a lot of football they're going to be really good parts for us the, this upcoming fall we're talking
2: here with inside linebacker luke reimer on the husker online show um different fall camp schedule for you this year too Um, Three on, one off, three on, one off, all the way up until you really get to Dublin and kick the ball off in Aviva Stadium. How have you adjusted to this? I mean, today is your off day, by the way. We're taping on Wednesday. Um, Do you like this schedule? I mean, does it feel weird not to do five or six days in a row like we've seen at Nebraska or anywhere uh, with fall camp in the past?
3: No, this is definitely a player-friendly fall camp. Like, three days on, one day off. By the third day, you're pretty sore and tired, but... You, that's when you really uh, really attack the recovery day and get off your feet and uh, get in the uh, cold tubs roll out do all the uh, do all the necessary things for recovery to make sure you're good for that next three set of uh, practices so I love it so far like obviously it's still a grind still a lot of still really busy but it's definitely easier on the body and it's player friendly uh,
2: well, well correct correct me if I'm wrong it's still the same amount of practices as northwestern or anybody. It's just you've decided to parcel the days out and build in. You started a little bit earlier, right? Yeah. To have a couple extra
3: off days? Yeah, and I I think, yeah, we started started a little earlier. So uh, just a chance to get us those three days on, one day off. So I I like it so far. I love it.
2: And you guys will scrimmage here on Saturday. um, And you probably only get about two of these in fall camp. You know, the big fall camp Saturday scrimmages or full pad 100 play deals. How big are those? Uh, knowing just how practices are now where you don't necessarily get a lot of opportunities to tackle ball carriers, bring them to the ground.
3: Yeah, no, I I think it's really important just to, there's a lot different uh, tempo between, uh, between practice tempo, thud tempo and live bullets when you're bringing guys to the ground and they're, they're trying to block you to the ground. So it's, it's a lot, uh, it's a lot different. And I think it's really important that you get a couple of those shots in, um, before uh, before the first game because it's just it's hard to mimic that game-like structure unless you uh, go live bullets and uh, pr- in practice.
2: What have you seen from the quarterbacks? I mean, there, you've got really two new ones. I mean, three new ones when you count Richard Torres, who's got a great arm too as well. But particularly Casey Thompson, Chubba Purdy, uh, they're obviously new. And you had them in the spring, uh, but just with the summer added in, how have they challenged you? What type of different elements have they brought to this offense?
3: Oh yeah, all those all those guys. That quarterback room uh, is really good right now. Um, I love all those guys. They're all all really good, really good leaders for the team. Um, so I, I love every every one of them. They're they're doing really good things. They're uh, making plays. Um, but yeah, I, I've just been really impressed with uh, basically everybody in there. Um, everybody's making plays. Uh, so yeah, I've been I've just been impressed.
2: And obviously, don't give away the offense what they do, but how different is it from what you win against the previous three years?
3: Um, there's just definitely uh, some new wrinkles in it, but um, for a, for a lot of the for a lot of it, it's it's pretty similar. Like they're obviously they're um, they got the inside zone, mid zone stretches, uh, split zones, like all all the, all that stuff. Like it's still Big Ten football. Um, some different passing concepts that we haven't seen for more seen before uh, that uh, coach Whipple brought from Pitt but uh for the most part it, it's I mean I guess it's it's just what we've been playing for the past year so I guess I've kind of gotten used to it but yeah there's definitely some new wrinkles in it
2: we're talking here um with inside linebacker Luke Reimer as Nebraska <laughs> makes their way uh through fall camp Ireland is right around the corner how much have you started to give that some thought um how much within the 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 walls of the facility if you begin to talk about okay we got to have this this and this ready to go uh, when we go overseas I mean what do do you know about the trip so far
3: logistically I know close to nothing so um, I don't know like I just haven't uh, really been paying attention honestly I've just been like worried about the football side of things like I just know uh, all of them all the uh, staff there is going to take care of us like the food and stuff obviously and uh like but yeah logistically i don't know what we're doing over there i don't know if we're doing anything fun or just practicing like all i know is it's just a uh it's just a game week for us when we get over there so
2: how do you adjust your body clock though i mean to me that's got to be the hardest thing the six hours ahead yeah the overnight flight where you essentially lose a night's sleep in the air when you're flying in i mean that's going to be probably the hardest thing to kind of get ironed out i'd imagine
3: yeah for sure and i think uh they've said it before uh, is whoever handles whoever handles this uh, road trip the best is gonna is gonna come out on top between us and northwestern so that's just our main focus right now is not let all the extra distractions become a distraction and just really focus on uh what's important and that's the game
2: so you're going to try to sleep on
3: the plane or stay up yeah they, they said they were going to give us like two movies or something to watch and like have a little uh just snack time or whatever and then after the after that movie or two movies whatever it is they're going to shut out the lights and tell us to try to get some sleep on the plane so
2: it's going to be a f- struggle to see who gets those uh first class business class the the the, the layout flat seats yeah yeah know. for, sure, these for are, sure i already could tell you Prohaska's is going to get one of them
3: yeah these i mean the six ben hart guys, yeah the six nine guys need it more than anybody else we'll so. give
2: one to banks
3: yeah the re- the real tall tackles they'll they'll need it but
2: Well, hey, Luke, we appreciate you coming in um, here uh, on your day off in fall camp. Uh, This interview, once again, uh, brought to you by uh, Sandhills Global, empowered by ABM. Thanks again for Luke Reimer for joining us here in studio for the Husker Online Show.
3: Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure.
2: All right, much more to come. We'll be joined by running back Anthony Grant next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.
0: I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. You're listening to HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And welcome back
2: here to the Husker Online show. Sean Callahan here. Thanks again to Luke Reimer for joining us here in studio. And pleased to now welcome in uh, another uh, talented member of this 2022 Husker football team in studio. It's the off day, and we're pleased to be joined in studio by running back Anthony Grant. Anthony, it's great to have you in and uh, catch up
1: uh yes sir um it's nice to be um on this radio station today
2: well yeah anthony um you have been at nebraska now for a little better part of what seven or eight months uh you had the spring uh you had the summer and now you're um, a good weekend to fall camp how much have you grown how much have you matured uh where are you at right now kind of in this running back race
1: um uh, uh, right now um uh, i have a very a very good chance of um being, uh, you know what I'm saying, at the, at the top running back spot. But, um, like, I've, I've matured a lot since um, since I first got here, um, you know what I'm saying, getting to know everyone, um, coaches, players, you know what I'm saying, and just, uh, yeah, and, you know what I'm saying, Every, uh, pe- well, all people in Nebraska for real. And, um, you know, just, uh, you know what I'm saying, just uh, getting myself getting myself um, evaluated, you know what I'm saying, into, you know what I'm saying, the whole system of, you know what i'm saying nebraska and what it is and uh you know what i'm saying just uh you know what i'm saying just get it, getting 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 used to um you know what I'm saying everything at nebraska really
2: i think about your story and, and just how you got here uh, i remember you came on that official visit in in january i believe and um didn't even for sure know if you had an offer from nebraska and then all of a sudden you got the offer you committed mm-hmm. you moved here a couple of days later yeah. and we're going to classes and I remember we were taping an interview right after that. When you think back to it all, just how fast did all this come together and I mean, when you when you just think of the story of just coming here not even knowing and then all of a sudden now you got a chance to start at running back at Nebraska as we sit here in early August.
1: Uh you know what I'm saying it it has been a it's been a you know what I'm saying a lot of change and um you know uh you know what I'm saying a lot. A lot you know what I'm saying a lot of things that I had to adjust to, but um, uh, the process has been great. Uh, you know what I'm saying. Uh, I'm saying I feel like I'm a very fast learner, so um, it wasn't it wasn't too hard for me to you know what I'm saying adjust to the things I needed to to adjust to, and um, you know what I'm saying stuff like that.
2: When you're 23 years old, you came in from a military school in New Mexico. I mean, you're disciplined. You've been through a lot. You're older. You're mature. How much does, number one, just being a 23-year-old mature player, and then even just the experience you had in New Mexico military, how much, how much does that stuff kind of help you grow up and really mature
1: and kind of handle a transition like you've had to make to Nebraska? Um, really just um, every everything that I've been through. Um, uh, you know what I'm saying? Everything that I learned along the way, you know what I'm saying? Um, from you know what i'm saying from coming to you know what i'm saying coming to nebraska and the journey that i that i that i took um you know what i'm saying it it was a lot of life um life learning experiences and um you know uh just you know what i'm saying just just really learning from everything and just you know what i'm saying uh you know what i'm saying uh yeah it, it was really it was really just a learning experience for a,
2: When you yeah think about that day when you left Florida State, I mean, it felt probably when you went to Florida State, you had the world by the, you know what, you were on top of the world going to Florida State and you had to leave and you went to a JUCO in Kansas and then you had to go to New Mexico JUCO. I mean, just you think back to that moment, how much your life probably changed after the Florida State thing. Did you at that time, did you say like, I'm going to come out of this and get back to this level? I mean, go back to that moment in your life and and what you were thinking at that time and how you were going to get yourself out of the hole at that point.
1: Um, you know what I'm saying, after everything happened at Florida state and you know what I'm saying, some circumstances that, you know I'm saying, I didn't, you know what I'm saying, really expect to happen or anything like that, but um, you know what I'm saying, just moving moving past, you know what I'm saying, them obstacles and you know what I'm saying, things, you know what I'm saying, that you know what I'm saying, I I didn't, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, think that was going to going to occur or anything like that. Just moving moving past, you know what I'm saying them things and um and really you know what i'm saying learn learning from everything like it it really was a learning experience, and it really it really you know what I'm saying made me mature, you know what i'm saying uh like mature mat- like mature a lot like a lot a lot, and um you know what I'm saying just realizing to be more patient um patient about things and you know what I'm saying? Just you know what I'm saying going going about things, you know what I'm saying, like the right way. What um when you
2: think about that JUCO experience, what was the hardest part, the most eye opening part of the being at the two JUCOs you were at? And then mm-hmm. on the flip side, what helped you the most out of that experience?
1: Uh um, really really just um, you know what I'm saying, Be- being in the in the middle of nowhere, you know what I'm saying? been, you know what I'm saying, I, like downsized a little bit and um what know? was
2: more the middle of nowhere, Garden City or, or New Mexico?
1: Sure, uh I mean they both are kind of in the middle of nowhere, but um but I feel like Garden City was more, more in the middle of nowhere.
2: Lincoln, Nebraska probably feels like um, being in, like, Chicago right now compared yeah, to you've yeah, been the last yeah, couple of does. years. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> because you probably didn't have access to a lot of great restaurants and things. I mean, it's yeah. a little bit – I mean, and the amenities. Um, what's been, like, of all the amenities and things that you've gotten at Nebraska that you didn't have in the JUCOs, mm-hmm. like, what's a thing you're like, man, I sure missed having this, and you, now you have it at a school like Nebraska?
1: uh just really all of the all of the facilities um you know uh I, there's a lot more resources and you know what i'm saying things like that um you know what i'm saying here so you know what i'm saying there's a lot more things to do the and, foods the training yeah, table stuff the, the, yeah, the gear I mean. Uh uh-huh, yeah the gear you know what i'm saying facilities uh food um you know what I'm saying? Really about everything, man. I I can't be any any more happy to be back. Be back at the D1 level. What about?
2: I mean, you go back now to this running back room and this race. A lot of guys want that that ball right now. You got mm-hmm. Gabe Irvin back after getting hurt, but starting a year ago. Ramir Johnson started for part of the year. Jacqueziant started a couple of games. AJ Allen's a pretty confident freshman. Mm-hmm. Um, you go down the line of guys. What is that competition like? Emmett Johnson was a highly recognized high school player as well. Mm-hmm. What is that competition like in that room? And do you, do you feel that competition in everything you're doing this August for those guys?
1: Um, I feel I feel like I feel like we're you know what I'm saying everybody in the room is really competitive and you know what I'm saying and you know what I'm saying it every, well everybody is well any like nobody's going to you know what I'm saying let up and you know what I'm saying let up just let up the position i feel like you know what I'm saying it's, it's really it's really going to be a competitive battle um uh I, I mean i feel i feel like you know what I'm saying everybody just everybody's just going to keep working keep you know what I'm saying striving to you know what I'm saying to you know what I'm saying um do they part and um do what's best you know what I'm saying to help the team
2: We're talking here in studio with running back Anthony Grant as Huskers make their way through fall camp. Scrimmage number one on Saturday. Um, And for running backs, I feel like it's hard to get an evaluation when you don't tackle to the ground. And, you know, scrimmages like Saturday are really big in the evaluation part. Mm -hmm. During the spring, you really made your mark in the scrimmages. You had some big runs. Um, In the spring game, you obviously had a big run. Mm -hmm. How big will Saturday's scrimmage be as far as kind of evaluating the running backs
1: uh uh i feel like saturday scrimmage will be you know what i'm saying a big part in um evaluating the um evaluating you know what i'm saying like the depth charting you know what i'm saying who who's going to play and you know or whatnot but um uh yeah i feel i i feel like this this scrimmage is going to be really big for us it's really going to be big for us it's really going to play a role in, you know what i'm saying uh you know what I'm saying where everyone's at you know what I'm saying in, in the depth charts so.
2: and running backs might only get five to eight carries max in a scrimmage I mean how uh, how important is it you maximize whatever amount of touches you get in something like Saturday
1: um I mean I feel like it's going to be I feel like it, I feel like it's going to be a good long scrimmage I feel like everybody's going to get you know what I'm saying the the proper or yeah the proper amount of reps that that you know what I'm saying they need and they get and um you know what I'm saying it's, re- it's really about us, you know what I'm saying, taking taking advantage, advantage of that.
2: What's your weight right now? What are you playing at?
1: Uh, I'm like 205. 205. What uh, did you play
2: at in New Mexico? Um
1: I was 198.
2: 198. So just the added nutrition and strength program, mm-hmm. you've kind of bulked up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Put some big 10 weight on your body. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what um as far as yeah, just the strength and conditioning do you feel like you've made big gains just from, and h- had you ever really lifted and trained like you did this off season in a while in terms of
1: the program that you were a part of? Um, I mean, really, it, it was it was a it was a big transition from, um, you know what I'm saying, being being at, um, you know what I'm saying, the JUCO level and then coming to, you know what I'm saying, a powerhouse like Nebraska with, you know what I'm saying, every, every you know what I'm saying, tools and, you know what I'm saying, nutrition or anything like that to um you know what I'm saying to use, you know what I'm saying? It made it it made it a great, you know what I'm saying, a great, you know what I'm saying, thing thing to thing to help me, you know what I'm saying, get bigger and healthier.
2: Did you squat like you do now at I mean, I know Nebraska's big on squatting. Mm-hmm. Did you squat like that before? At no, that nah, level? Nah. So like was your squat before just kind of like warm up reps so it wasn't like heavy, heavy? Yeah. I, I, I never I never really maxed. So what did you, what did they max you out at? How how, how I'm curious how because you got strong legs. I've yeah. seen you run. I mean, mm-hmm. how, how much were you able to squat on a bar this year?
1: Uh, uh, I squatted like five, like five, like 500, but that that wasn't that wasn't really my max though.
2: Playing it a little bit smart there. Yeah. Well, you. I mean, I'm sure you're. You've always been like a bench press, power clean guy, right?
1: Uh, yeah, power clean, bench. I mean, I, I I've like. Um, back squat is my actually my favorite my favorite um you know what I'm saying uh like you know what I'm saying workout but um but I never like I never I never I never really really like maxed like I never maxed
2: so was that fun for you to go through that all summer and, and get yeah, to that point
1: yeah and just get stronger and you know what I'm saying yeah and it was it was really it was really you know what I'm saying good
2: well, Anthony, uh, we appreciate you coming in. I know it's an off day, and I uh, appreciate you taking a chance to come in and give Husker fans an update on where you're at and, and where this football team is at in
1: fall camp. Yes, sir, no problem. And All right. Thank
2: you. Well, looking forward to seeing you in Dublin, Ireland, here uh, when the season opens. Uh, much more to come. Uh, once again, this interview brought to you by Sandales Global, powered by ABM. If you have equipment to sell, sell it at auctiontime.com. You're listening to the Husker Online Show
0: This is HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And welcome back here
2: to the Husker Online Show. Thanks again to both Anthony Grant and Luke Reimer for joining me here in studio as uh, they broke down fall camp. It's been a different Husker Online Show for me here over the summer for various reasons, but it's been fun to have a lot of different player guests come on and join us. And thanks again to ABM and Sandals Global for sponsoring those two interviews. But uh, next segment here, I wanted to get deeper into fall camp. But get a lot of comments, a lot of sound throughout the week. I wanted to break down to some of the better comments I got this week from fall camp. This segment is brought to you by Restore Hyper Wellness and Cryotherapy on 30th and Yankee Hill Road. Get on into Restore. Check them out. So many great services offered uh, between cryotherapy, infrared sauna, um, just the different IVs. Uh, the Medical Facials, uh, that's Restore Hyper Wellness and Cryotherapy, 30th and Yankee Hill Road, locally owned by Wes Heiser here in Lincoln. Uh, awesome place. Uh, gone in there about two or three times now already and, and love everything and the staff there and all the services they offer. But want to get into fall camp. Uh, we've talked a lot of coaches, a lot of players this week, uh, wanted to hit on some of the things Mark Whipple said, and uh, let's talk quarterbacks. First of all, uh, Whipple had some comments and kind of where things are at with quarterback Casey
3: Thompson.
5: Nah, no, He's been much better. I mean, he was good in the spring, but the same thing. He's taking another step just from uh... – all the work in the spring and in the summer time of seeing what he's done and then yeah, I think you know his thumb he threw it pretty good in the spring, but it's much better. Yeah, the the operat, all the things he had done are, are fine. He's- a lot
2: of questions too about Chuba Purdy. He missed the spring, um had you know, missed a lot of the spring, missed probably seventy percent of the spring. He's back going through fall camp right now. Where are things right now with a guy like Chuba
5: Purdy? No, he can run, but he can throw it. He's got the strongest arm. I think Richard's probably got the strongest arm. But Chubba can make all the throws, and all those guys can. And he's just going through the things, kind of what Casey was going through last spring. Uh, first time he's got ahead of play, he's had it and getting different things. Today was red zone, so everything happens a lot faster. The windows are tighter. Just got to be a little bit quicker. And he didn't have any any of that in the spring. Had no, He didn't have any reps to get in a red zone. Area.
2: And for Mark Whipple and this offensive staff, all of these guys are new. They haven't worked together very long, so just building that staff chemistry, that continuity has been something um, that Nebraska's had to really go through as well and, and Whipple addressed just where this staff is at right now as they work their way through
5: fall camp. You know, Coach Frost did a good job. I, I, I didn't know any of them I, uh, beforehand, and it's kind of been a really good fit and A really good fit. I just like the way those guys. Each of us, and I, I like guys have their own style and bring it to the to the office. And they brought some ideas, and we put things together. And uh, but they're really good people, number one, and and uh, really do a good job of, of managing their group or understanding that way. And. Uh, really happy with the core
2: we talked to wide receivers coach mickey joseph this week as well he was not happy about just the way his guys came out to practice at least earlier in the week Wanted them to respond better wants to see better leadership from that room
6: when things are going bad somebody's got to call a group in and say okay hey let's settle down and get it going because listen i'm not going to be out there with them you know i told him like this if i got to leave the room i'll leave the room you know but i'd rather them do it and they're going to learn but, you know, they're going to learn. But they know what I expect. But they know one thing I'm going to be hard on. Them. I'm not going to look away. I'm not going to look away and act like I don't see it.
2: Joseph also had an interesting comment just around uh, coaching versus talent. And he said, look, he goes, yeah, I'm okay, coach, but you can't do much without talent. And he emphasized the importance of recruiting and, and what it means in the big picture.
6: I, you always go back to what, uh, what Kirby said, Kirby Smart said. Coaching can't overcome recruiting. Coaching can't, you, 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 can't, you can't win with bad players. You can't win with bad players. You, you got to have good players to win, you know, and I, I tell them like this. I always joke with him and say, I'm not, I'm not that good of a coach. I need talent. I need you to be a talented kid because at the end of the day, you're playing power five football. It's, it, it's, not, it's not like the kids who give the most effort and the least talented kids going to win. Most of the time who wins on Saturday, who has the most men, but also who has the most talent, and you need talent to win. And that's why I'm down in Louisiana.
2: at the top of the show I talked about tight end Thomas Fedoni and where he's at right now in the mix and fall camp. We talked to Sean Beckton about Fedoni and you know it, it's one of those things I think this Husker staff is being very careful with how and when they bring Fidoni back.
7: yeah we hadn't set any timetable with that you know we're kind of taking it week by week with him um, I, I could say he's ahead of where he's Probably should be right now, but we don't want to get out ahead on that right there. We just want to continue to work. You know, he's actually not in camp as far as uh, doing anything physically with us. It's just rehab only. So, and I know him, he's going to really keep it in track with off his iPad, what we're doing uh, every single day. You know, he's one of those kids that, you know, is missing it and he's chomping at the bit, you know, to be out there. So. Whatever the doctors say, he's clear, we're, he's going to be ready to go.
2: Special teams is another big area of emphasis here over the month of August. Uh, Nebraska should have a lot better options at both kick and punt returner. Beckton handles those duties as well.
7: You know, obviously, Oliver did a great job back there at punt return. Uh, we're going to really look hard at Tommy Hill. He's done it in high school, you know, coming out of the Orlando area. I've seen him. You know, first-hand live. Uh, we got guys like Alante Brown, on the kickoff return guy. You know, Trey Palmer. Uh, we got a lot of guys back there. Even some of the guys like uh, Emmett Johnson um, has done a great job. And then a little DB, Malcolm Harzard, has done a great job. So we got some young bodies that can, can do some things in the return game, along with all of our running backs. Every single one of those guys we're working back there as kick return guys. And then some of the receivers that we're also using as a punt returns too. So I got more depth than I've ever had to work with back there. So a lot more playmaker.
2: And finally, a lot of newcomers here on this Husker football team. 33 scholarship ones overall, 15 transfers and three Juco's in that mix. Uh, arguably one of the more higher profile ones is edge rusher, O'Shawn Mathis. We hit on that with defensive coordinator Eric Chenander and where Mathis is right now working his way through fall camp.
3: Well, I think anytime, you know, you come to a new team, you got to acclimate yourself to the team and he's done a great job of that. Probably, you know, the strength conditioning is different every place you go in the country and he's adapted to that as well. And then probably, you know, the league is a little different. Obviously, every time you go to a different league, every different league I've been in, some are spread and pass happy. Some are are a little, you know, more run game oriented and, and bigger up front. And like I've said to you guys, before i think this league mimics scheme wise and offensive line wise kind of what you see in the nfl and he's going to have to adapt to that but i think that he kind of relishes that opportunity to go against some of the best tackles in the country all
2: right that's a wrap here on the news and notes from fall camp when i come back i'll take your questions in the mailbag have a ton of questions this week we'll get to next you're listening to the husker online show
4: you're a podcast listener and this is a podcast ad
0: This is HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Final segment here of the Husker Online Show. Sean
2: Callahan, as uh, we had a great show here with Anthony Grant and Luke Reimer. Heard some great sound out of fall camp. Now it's time to take your questions in the mailbag, as uh, we're less than 20 days away from Nebraska, heading out to Dublin, Ireland, uh, to take on Northwestern. to leave on the 22nd of August. That takes me to the first question. Who will be the Fox announcing team for the game in Dublin? You know, last year on week zero, uh, I believe Nebraska, I, mean, I want to say, did they have Gus Johnson? But will will they put him out there for an overseas game? That's what we don't know. Um, so Fox has not put out that list of announcers yet uh, for who will be calling the game in Dublin, Ireland. Uh, but what we do know is it's 11.30 a.m., essentially a big noon kickoff On August 27th, Um, the studio show opens things up and then the game starts at 1130. Um, So uh, keep your eyes on that as uh, we'll figure that out. I was told this week um, they're hoping to essentially leave Dublin by midnight local, which if they do that, they'd probably land in Lincoln around 2 a.m. on Sunday. Kind of gives you a perspective on the time zone. They'll get time back going back in the air. That question from Mark Winter um, on the announcing team and out in Ireland. Got a question here from Trevor Pulley. Is Ezra Miller a factor on the two-deep O-line at all? I like Chancellor Brewington a lot as the number two tight end. I think he's a lot more versatile than just a blow-up blocker. Any chance he makes the two-deep? All right, Ezra Miller, um, I don't really have a great feel for that because i think honestly donovan Ryola comes from the nfl and he moves guys around i don't think it's as simple as you're the true number two at every position i think if an injury were to happen to corcoran or to Prohaska or uh, long story short i think corcoran prohoska benhart those are the three tackles that would rotate all around And then from there, other players like Hunter Anthony, Kevin Williams. So I would say right now, I don't think Ezra Miller is a too deep tackle today. Um, If I had to read it right, I think they would move other people around at that point if something got to that where they had to move somebody in there. Chance of Brewington, he's gone from 210 to 225. So he's added, I joked with them, you got some big 10 weight added to your body now as a tight end. I do think he'll play more. I know Mark Whipple mentioned him. Um, as somebody that's already jumped out to him. So uh, they didn't have him in the spring. But, yeah, keep your eyes on Chancellor Brewington. Uh, I I think it's a combination of a number of guys, but Nate Borker, Chancellor Brewington um, in that number two role along with Chris Hickman. Bokelec, though, is clearly obviously the number one guy. Fedoni may come back at some point. Uh, Follow-up question on the O-line from Dave. Dave wants to know who are your top seven or eight offensive linemen at this point? Who would you think the top backups are at each position? Love the podcast. Thank you. Top seven, top eight. Yeah, I think that's a better way to phrase it because I don't know if you could really say the top backups. Um, here's my top. I would, I'll would. i just kind of go this way. I think Teddy Prochaska, Turner Corcoran, Bryce Benhart, Ethan Piper, though, those guys, not Ethan Piper, I'm sorry. Um, who am I thinking? Uh, Trent Hickson. Those are my top four. Then at number five, you got Brock Bando, Henry Letosky, Ethan Piper, Kevin Williams, and then I would put Hunter Anthony in that group as well, maybe even Brant Banks. I mean, that's kind of my top eight, top nine. They have depth. They have options. Um, it will be a matter of how Donovan Raiola wants to really piece it together. He is really mixed and match guys. Guys can play left. They can play right. They can play guard. They can play tackle. Um, so you, you've seen a lot of that with his NFL background trying to train guys. Got a question next here from Seth. As you're listening to the Husker Online Show, we're taking your questions in the mailbag. Chances that we see two running backs and a fullback, um, like maybe with Yant and a trap carry. Don't really have a great read on that. Uh, I don't think so, though. If I had to guess, um, I think Mark Whipple, you know, is who he is, and I don't think you would see a fullback type role from Jaquez Yant. Don't know how great of a blocker Jacque Yant is, too. I'll be honest. I don't. I don't know if Jaquez Yant is an elite-level blocker. Just because he's big doesn't mean he can block very well. I think he's a ball carrier, uh, but I don't think he's a blocker like a true fullback. Uh, Clay, another offensive line question, lots of line questions here today. Is it, It's looking like Ben Hart will start at right tackle, Corcoran at left guard. Do you see Deshaun Singleton in the mix of safety? Clay, yes, I like Ben Hart at right, right tackle and left guard, Corcoran. That's my prediction today. Deshaun Singleton... I think is in the mix to be a rotational safety. I think right now, Miles Farmer and Marquise Buford are there, Omar Brown and Deshaun Singleton. That's kind of why top four safeties. Ozark Husker is Xavier Betts done? the wide receiver from Bellevue West. Uh, That's my read right now. Um, I think the biggest thing, the coaching staff, and I've talked to Mickey about this a little bit off, off air, off the side. They're just worried about Xavier as a person. They want to make sure that his life is in order, that He gets his degree no matter what because the young man still needs to finish college and get his degree. That's the first priority. Football, to me, is on the back burner right now with Xavier Betts. They want to make sure academically he does what he needs to do and tries to finish up here regardless if he plays football or not. Uh, Joshua Wolf has a question. How much of a jump can the O-line really make in the offseason? How long will it take for them to get going? Well, I think Teddy Prohaska coming back is big because the best this line looked, in fact, the only time it looked good last year was the game and a half or at least the Northwestern game with Teddy Prohaska at left tackle. Um, So I think Teddy being back is big, and Turner at left guard intrigues me. Um, So they will be better. You know why? Because they can't be worse. That was one of the worst overall pass protection years we've seen. I think Don Maraiola, his style, the way they're going to be more aggressive off the ball – I think it suits this group better, so I'm excited to see how this offensive line comes out better this year. Got one from Tim Tim Hirschberger now. How well do you think the offensive line will be? Man, everyone wants to know about the line. I think they'll be better. Sorry, I should have read that before asking it because it's kind of a repeat. Uh, Got another question here. Uh, How is Yant looking? Physicality and conditioning wise, as well. um, You know, he's in the mix. He's in a battle. I like Anthony Grant personally to be the starter. Gabe Irvin, to me, is also going to be a factor. I think Yant, if I had to be honest, I don't think he's going to be a top two or three back right now. But I could be wrong with that. That's just my feel today. I think Anthony Grant has really impressed the coaching staff, though. That's a guy that I'm going to be watching very closely here over the month of August. Um, Got a question here from Trent Mays. How much will the Huskers' quarterbacks be under center? And will they ever use it with the fullback in the offense? Well, number one, they don't have a fullback on the roster anymore. Maybe you could see a tight end, you know, a Chancellor Brewington or somebody like that slide over as an H-back fullback motion. But what I could see under center, yes, they have been repping the quarterbacks under center a lot more. You know, before under Frost, they were 98, 99% pistol shotgun. I do think you'll see quarterbacks under center more. Not all the time, but I think it's going to be definitely more a part of what Nebraska does. Alex wants to know which player surprised me the most in the open practice. It's hard to say. I mean, Alex, we, we watch stretching and warm-ups. Um, so when you say surprise, I think eyeball test is kind of what you have to say you're going off of. I'll tell you what, Ernest Hausman, true freshman linebacker, Columbus, Nebraska, he don't look like a freshman. I'm really intrigued what he's going to bring to the table. Uh Tom Bell, Husker, will Jalen Weaver, Marquise Black be in any kind of shape to play for Nebraska? I would say this year, no. I don't see them being a factor this year. Down the road, maybe. What about Michael Lynn? Um, Honestly, I'm not even sure Michael Lynn right now is on the 110 roster. Um, He's just not a part of the conversation, and that's just where it's at right now. So we'll see where it goes with Michael Lynn long term. Uh, Joshua wants to know about the running back room. Um, I, I think Anthony Grant's got the leg up there. Ramir Johnson played well last year. Um, so we'll see where that all goes. Aaron he wants to know, when will you start writing uh, with On3 or anyone else? Well, what I can tell you legally is I will have a new home with Husker Online starting September 1st, so we're less than a month away. I will begin writing and being a part of a website on another network starting on September 1st. You can probably try to guess or figure out where that's going to be. Uh, very excited about where it's going in, in, in the future of Husker Online, so Bear with me for a few more weeks. There will be a lot more people joining me on this show in studio. I've had to get through this summer, but excited for what September 1st is going to bring for Husker Online. Rob S. Fitness, who always asks great questions. Even though you can't see a lot, what was your main takeaway from the open portion? The offense, Rob. I I like watching Mark Whipple. I like watching the quarterbacks. It's a totally different dynamic now with an offensive coordinator in Mark Whipple. Kind of running the day to day, so that was what I really walked away with uh, from the open practice. Uh, Tin Cup wants to know incoming freshmen that will play the most. uh, I mentioned Er Ernest Hausman already. I'll put one more out there. I think AJ Allen could have a chance. We'll see. Um, That's a guy I'm going to watch closely, but I don't see a lot. I mean, there's not a lot of true freshmen on this team. There's only 15 of them, and I could see maybe a couple playing this year at most past the four games. Ernest Hausman to me is the the most likely I'd put AJ Allen kind of in the next tier of guys after that. So we'll see kind of where that all goes. Um, Ian wants to know about Brody Belt. Look, they like Brody Belt. Mickey Joseph likes Brody Belt. Brody Belt will be probably in that receiver rotation at some point or have a role in this team, period. He's a very good role player, understands the offense, understands his job, and does it well. So... I think Brody Belt, even with all the newcomers, will still have a role here um, in this offense. Um, what, James Peterson wants to know about Javin Wright, Buddha. Will he have a chance to start? I don't think so. I think Buddha just has to get himself back on the field, healthy, back in the r- rotation, maybe special teams. But it, number one, it's just good to see Buddha back out there after the blood clat. So we'll see kind of where things go uh, with Javin Wright. And then final question from Jack. Jackson Gray, will Nebraska be bowl eligible before November? That's a good question, Jackson. I'd say yes, I really do. I think you look at those first nine games, Nebraska is going to probably be favored in anywhere from six to seven or eight of those first nine games. Um, So I do think Nebraska will get to six wins before the month of November. Well, that wraps it up here for the show. Thanks again to Anthony Grant, Luke Reimer, Uh, Much more to come. Closing in on kickoff here for Nebraska and Northwestern.
0: Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.